flashback starts, I'm standing there on the balcony in summer air. See the lights, see the party, the ball games. See you make your way through the crowd and say hello. Little did I know that you. everybody here we are episode 12 you know another step closer to episode 100 where hopefully we have 100 listeners would be a very exciting day for us you know how you doing it's how you feeling man i am feeling just peachy you know it's uh that's nice it was peaches aren't season rainy right and uh, yeah. now it's sunny you know so that's <laughs> good uh there's our weather report up that- to the day yeah, that, that's where I'm at, and we're happy to be back. We took some time. We were in the lab. We were cooking. We got some topics that we want to talk about, so we're really excited. Uh, we'll get started. Um, episode 12, somehow we're here. But first thing we want to talk about, Taylor Swift's new album. What do you think, Sam? Garbage. Everyone was making a big wow. fuss about this. Wow, we've been gone for a week, and that's how you're going to just intro – into well, everyone <laughs> was making a big – this is like – it's like the COVID thing. Like, people's brains are just turned to mush because we haven't been doing shit. We've just been locked up in our apartments and, you know, haven't been able to do much. But then it was just not good. I listened to the whole thing, tip to tail. There wasn't a single song in there. I was like, oh, yeah, this is good. It's all emo fucking screamo. You know, it's got – what's that? It's nothing – no song in that album compares to Shake It Off. What an electric song. Or, or any of her old shit. I think she's lost it. She's lost her fastball. It's just not good. People wanted to like it because it's Taylor Swift. And all the respect in the world to Taylor Swift. She does a great job. She has a great career. She's proven herself so far, right? But this was just flaming hot garbage. And lucky for her, she had COVID because everyone's just dying for anything new these days to stimulate their brains. And they got Taylor Swift to do just that. So it was a terrible album. Everyone who says otherwise is just brainwashed and needs to get out of quarantine. You know, that's a great aggressive way to really start off uh, the segment. I don't know if any of our listeners listen to Taylor Swift, but we might have less listeners now. And it's okay because I agree. You know, I think we said it uh, two episodes ago. We were talking about the songbird of our, our generation. And Taylor Swift was probably one that we both agreed on, right? Oh, yeah. She was in the conversation. Yeah. And, you know, I, like we said before, we didn't really – like Taylor Swift's music. Uh, we both have a little bit different tastes, but we do respect the body of work that she's put out. And I agree. I think the, the album is a little too much emo for me, a little bit sad. There's, there's no teardrops on my guitar. Shake oh, it off. What a banger. Um, I, I'm kind of forgetting other Taylor Swift songs, but it just really didn't um, appeal to me. Um, you know, and I've heard it multiple times, you know, um, 
and I just I just can't get into it. I don't really know um, what she's talking about, and I'm listening. You know, my ears are clean, um, but I still don't understand what the album's about. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of sad that there's not a lot of good music coming out. Someone please step up to the plate and make fucking good music, but this ain't it. No, it sounds like the soundtrack to the Twilight series. I mean, it was terrible. I, you know, I just, when I put it on, I just wanted to look outside and watch the rain run down the window. It was horrific. Not a single good song on the album. I'm out on Taylor Swift for now, but I'm sure she'll redeem herself down the road. I mean, she does have bangers. We, we cannot deny it. Yeah, I mean, so we need to get someone on the show who, who really likes Taylor Swift because a lot of, is it like the Swifties? What do they call their fan base? I, don't I think know. they're the Swifties. Swifties? Um, I prefer Arby's, but. Uh, <laughs> but that's just me. Um, they're saying it's one of her better, might be the best album. And I was just like, what? That's Banana Land. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't know how people think this is the best album she's ever had. I'm taking a Swiffer over the Swifties right now. That girl is so terrible. That was the worst album I've ever heard. I agree. I, I'm just, I cannot get behind this album. Everyone was freaking out about it. I don't understand. I just don't get it. Yeah, I mean, I think if I were, like, the best Taylor Swift album, in my opinion, is probably 1989, um, maybe Red, and then probably Lover. Hang on. I got to pull up the Google machine now. Yeah, I got you... my favorite. It's, uh, I love it so much, I don't even know the name of it. What's this John's name? Taylor Swift albums. Her best album ever. Are you going to say the first one in 2006? Yep. Yep, that's the one. I'm looking at it right here. Okay. Let me tell you why. Let's go down the bangers. Tim McGraw, not the best one on the album, but pretty good. Picture to Burn, banger. Teardrops on my guitar, banger. Yeah, our song. Yeah, our song. Oh, man. Should have said no. Uh, Invisible? And then another, yeah, that was another big one. Invisible. So there we go. That's, that's my favorite T-Swift album if I had to choose. That's fair. I think those are all great songs. And I, you know, I, I don't really know any of the songs um, on the album that I really like. Um, I don't think anyone really stuck out to me. And no, I, I was okay underwhelmed overall. I was trying to be positive because everyone else loved it. And then I just, I couldn't get behind it. So overall we cancel Taylor Swift's new album, but next up we got some big time bachelor bachelorette drama. Now, neither NC nor I listen to bachelorette, but I have a nice article here from us weekly and we'll uh, read the beginning of this so we can get the uh, get an idea of what's going on, and then we'll share our comments. But how does that sound, NC? That sounds perfect. I think we, we need to stay informed. This is something that is very popular uh, among our circle and maybe our listeners as there is not much going on. So people love this show. Let, let's get informed. All right. Quite a shock. While fans were surprised by the news that Claire Crawley's journey on The Bachelorette ended very quickly and that Tayshia Adams will be stepping in, no one was as caught off guard as the producers. Uh, they were shocked by her choice, an insider tells Us Weekly exclusively, adding that she wouldn't leave her room and told producers that she wasn't going on any more dates because she had already fallen in love. This occurred a little less than two weeks after filming began. So 
that's a little snippet of what's going on. It sounds like whoever the original Bachelorette was kind of had a breakdown early on in the show, claimed she already found love, wasn't being cooperative. She stepped down. They had this other girl step in. I don't know anything about Tishaya Adams. I'm sure she's going to do great things. But for this girl, Claire Crawley, what a douchebag. I mean, like, you, you know what you're signing up for. You can't get in and go start stomping your feet. If you already found the guy you love, that's fine. You know what I mean? But see this show through. You know what I mean? Maybe just go on some nice fun dates just to have a good time. You know, you don't need to be flirtatious or anything like that. But just go have fun. Get to know some people. Expand your horizons. You know what I mean? Become a more well-rounded person. But don't throw a big fit like this. This is ridiculous. What is this, elementary school? Yeah, I, I, so I'm, con- I'm a little, I don't know if, so this girl, uh, Kara, um, Claire, Claire, sorry. Claire. Um, Claire, so she, she found someone before going on the show or found someone right away that was on the show? Do we have that uh, information? Hang on, I'll keep reading. It says here, uh, the team was scrambling and frantic to try to come oh, up. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I, I actually got something here. It says, one of her potential guys found a way to get in touch with her, and they began talking. By the time ah. – so, so, so the person that she liked cheated. So, oh, so they went behind the show's back, and they were, like, hitting each other up on the side? Yeah, so, yeah, before they even shot, you know, it was like, hey, I'm going to be on the show. I want to get to know you type of thing, I guess. I, Here's where they fucked up. Are we up, ruining though? what people saying? I, I, I don't know if this is – ah, fuck it. You know, what do you mean? Like, are we spoiling stuff? Because a lot of times they, they tell you what happens on, on the line, but I don't know. I, I don't watch the show. It's such so a I don't big know. deal that right. I feel like people, you, it'd be hard for you to not, not to, see this. Yeah, yeah, okay. If it's on our radar, everyone knows about this, I would think. You know what I mean? Right. But I would say if you're the producer of The Bachelorette, you fucked up because this would be an all time plot twist, right? Like you get, you'd have to go talk to this girl and be like, hey, just, you guys got to ride this out because this is going to be the most absurd season ever, you guys dropping this bomb and us having to switch instead of like, you know, making a big deal about it and walking off the show. So I don't know. It's, it's kind of crazy. I, I know people go wild for that show. I personally, it's not my cup of tea, but uh, that's pretty, that's a big, that's a pretty big deal. Right. You know what I think would be interesting? What's up? Is if they shot the show, like, with, um, are they doing it? Maybe wearing masks. You know what I mean? Like, imagine The Bachelor during COVID. That has to have a different effect. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. We got to do, like, the social distancing and shit? Yeah, that, that would be something. I, I, I would never watch a show. Um, but I think that would be a different type of perspective. Maybe you can, like, somehow land a prize where you get, like, 48-hour quarantine together. You know what I mean? It's like, if you do good on a date, I don't really know how this works, but that would be kind of tough. You know, I'm going like to say, I'm gonna say, too hot to handle is better than the bachelorette. And it ain't too hot to handle. And love is blind. That show is <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I'd rather those two. Than Shout out to show. Tiny Man Mark. I don't know who the fuck that is. That guy's our short king, and we will respect him. He's a great guy. I love his blind. But they should do that. Maybe throw on the COVID mask. No one knows what the other person really looks like. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't really know. I don't know if the new girl, do people like her? I don't know. I feel like I've seen people on my social media posting about this and be like, ah, this sucks. We don't like, uh, what's this? To shy, I believe. Yeah, uh, we don't like her. Let me look it up. 
So, you know, apparently she used to date Colin Underwood. Um, is that so, another bachelor? Who is? Yeah, he was a bachelor maybe like three, three, one, three, three seasons ago. I don't really know. She's an American television personality. She was a contestant on season 23 of The Bachelor. And she made it to the final two. Oh, with Hannah. I think Hannah G was like a big deal. Uh, brother, I have no idea. Oh, yeah, we don't know what we're talking about. But that's the Bachelorette drama, you know? Me and NC trying our best, swimming outside of our depth here. What does she do for a living? Oh, she's a TV personality. So, does that, so that, does that mean we're like radio personalities? 100%. You know, that's, what, that's what we got to start telling people. We're in the radio biz. <laughs> update, the, update the LinkedIn, actually. Yeah, I, I'm going to drop off my title and just update with pot, radio personality. <laughs> Um, so, you know, switching off that, Sam has this as one of his topics. I kind of wanted to hear what he has to say, but he says that soccer fans suck. Well, so like with COVID and stuff, there's obviously like less activities to watch and get excited for. So I've been getting into soccer more and more, you know, just because I like that it's on earlier, typically on the weekends. It's like a nice, like coffee drinking sport, similar to like an F1. So, and I, I was like, this will be a bit, you know, I'll, I can get into this. It'll be nice, blah, blah, blah. So I started following all the, all my friends on Twitter and stuff who are big soccer people and following the teams and stuff to try to see what's going on. And I've decided, like, I've decided that soccer fans are just the biggest douchebags of all time. I think a lot, what I'm finding is a lot of people just like to say they watch soccer. It's like the most annoying shit ever. And they demand you like it. Like, it, it, for me, it's a turnoff and I'm trying to get into it. Everyone's like, oh, brother, you got to watch this. You got to get into that. And I've noticed a lot of them lift your nose, lift their nose at you. Like, they don't, they don't fully embrace you as a new fan. It's a lot of like a, I, I've been watching this, and I am superior to you. And I'm like, well, fuck you and your sport. I don't give a shit about your whatever Premier League ass, whatever the hell you're watching, that Polish guy. I don't care about any of that. So – I, I, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to fall in love with this new sport to me, and now I can't because the fan base is getting in my way and they're annoying the shit out of me. Wow, a lot of anger from your time off. First oh, it was yeah, a Taylor, well, Taylor Swift album. Now it's I've soccer been, fans. I've been pent up, and these soccer fans are just—they're insufferable. All they like to do is tell you how they watch soccer. Wah wah wah! I don't care. Yeah, you know, I think there's um. I see a lot of soccer memes or like a lot of things that are just like blase blase for me. You know, I do, right. I do like soccer. I played, you know, in my early days and, you know, a lot of my friends do talk about soccer a lot, but for me, it's, you know, I'm kind of falling off. I would say soccer is probably one of my favorite sports to watch, but right now, I, like, I don't think it's there anymore. And I don't, I got nothing really else to say, but I'm I'm out on soccer right now. See, that's why we're still here doing this show because you you're walking away from your soccer fandom, so I can tolerate you. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't. Do you want to add anything else to that? No, I've just been very aggravated with soccer fans recently. I needed to air out my grievances. They just they've been bothering me. I don't quit talking about the the fact that you watch soccer. It's not a personality trait. It's something you do in your free time. Let's leave it at that. What I do, you know, what I I do want to add is like. When you go to, like, the pub, you know, in the city early, there's a couple, like, um, 
British pubs, Irish pubs that play soccer early in the morning that are open. And, like, everyone in there is wearing a different jersey. And everyone just talks shit on each other, which I get. But at the same time, like, fuck off, man. Like, I'm just here. I'm just watching the game. Like, you know what I mean? I just feel like it's unnecessary hate. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is why you, you can't have nice things because people just take it way too far past, you know, with rivalries oh, yeah. and this stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Just watch the fucking game. Enjoy. Like, it's just I, I don't – that's the one thing that sports bothers me is, like, these big rivalries. Like, damn, like, I could never be friends with someone who, you know, likes Manchester United or, like, you know, the Washington Redskins. You know, who also whoa, don't have – who don't whoa. have a team name. We got to bleep that out. Jesus but, Christ. But you know what I mean? It's just like, just enjoy the sport. You know what right. I mean? Regardless of what your affiliation with the teams is like, oh, I, I'm, I, I, I've been born in Washington, D.C. I've been a Redskins fan since 1999. You know, like, and it's like, okay, I don't really care. Like, good. Nice, man. Like, this has nothing to do with – me liking the Giants or the Eagles, Cowboys, whoever it is, like just watch the fucking game. Root for your brother. Team. I'm just here to eat some hot dogs and have some beers. Leave yeah. me the fuck alone. Who cares about the rivalries? It's just great to see great sports being played. Be thankful that sports is kind of back because I don't think it's coming back. To be honest, no. I like. I'm a big fan of the lighthearted ball busting when it comes to sports fandom. But you know, when people take it, people get take it a little too seriously. It's like, hey, just. Calm it down, all right? Yeah. You're, you know, you're wearing someone's jersey because he's good at throwing a ball, all right? You know, just fucking relax, will you? <laughs> yeah. That, that's what we're going to leave, you know, soccer fans at and sports in general because I've had enough of sports. Um, <laughs> but our last topic of the day, you know, it's kind of sad to say and talk about, but it definitely needs attention because it is big news. Ellen DeGeneres apparently is not nice. Who would have thought? More like Alan Degenerate, am I right? <laughs> hey. <laughs> but, yeah, we got – so I feel like for, like, the past month or so, we've seen a lot of, like – we've seen, like, cancel Ellen has been low-key trending, like, you know, for a couple of hours, and it'll go away and it'll bubble up again. And it seems like it's all former employees of hers um, who say she's basically just, like, a massive asshole to work with. Like, just goes out her way to be a dick to you. Um, you know, just makes like a toxic work environment. And then recently, uh, last week, I believe it was, there were reports that a couple of the producers on the show have also been accused of sexual harassment. So, I don't know. It's interesting to watch this massive show completely fall apart uh, from the inside out. It, it just seems like a toxic environment to work at uh, if you work under those producers. And then on top of that, to have Ellen, who's just like an absolute devil to have to work with yeah it's all it's sad because i'll be honest i i when i first heard about it you know i was surprised because i never really thought of that but apparently it's been known for a while that she was extremely rude and just an asshole to everyone and you know i think that these allegations are probably very true because you know why why lie about something like that and i don't think it's just one or two people i think it's probably like you said majority of the staff right on the show oh yeah you know and then you tolerate the actions of the two producers who are doing that and it's just like wow you're kind of really a shitty person you hate to see because you know you always see ellen about people coming onto the show and 
she does this charity work or she brings on these people um, and, and tells their story and it looks like she's uplifting and, and being very inspirational. Um, oh, she gets up and does her dances. Right, oh, yeah. look at me, I'm Ellen. And that's the thing. You know she's going to come on. when I, I don't know. Are you taking a season break right now? How, how does Ellen work? Is it on all the time or what's the deal? But whenever yeah, she I, does I her, like, Whenever she does her, like, apology episode, you know she's going to get up there. I don't know how it got this out of hand. Like, you know, we're all – I'm going to look in the mirror and try to work on myself and do this big crying thing, and everyone's going to forgive her. But she's still a big douchebag. Yeah, and it's sad. I, I don't know. I think I was always probably supportive of Ellen's generous and her actions of, you know, look like, look like genuine generosity. But it was just kind of bullshit from from what we're taking right and it's just like how can you go on this show do your act and then you get off the show and you just treat like everyone like poop yeah like, that unbelievable. like doesn't work like that you know it comes back to bite you that's all i gotta say yeah it just sounds like she's two-faced i'm sure i would i would love to know there's got to be more people like that in that business like you know there's got to be a lot of people who are just horrible to their staff off of the camera um yeah absolutely you know i think this is probably accurate for a lot of you know like celebrities you know what i mean because they're yeah. they're almost godlike you know what i mean like they're making millions and they have all these people that work for them and they can do whatever they want and they know that they're gonna they're gonna get their ways but it's probably just very you know i hate to say it but pretty, pretty normal in in for celebrities and people who work with them yeah exactly so fuck Alan. Uh, it sounds like she's probably going to go down with the ship here shortly. I don't know. Maybe she'll make it out of it. But me and NC are out on Ellen, unless anything that's came out about her is disproven. But for now, we're canceling Ellen. I do want to say I've been seeing a lot of memes on online, and that they're saying who should take over Ellen's show is actually Eric Andre. Completely oh, just Oh, yeah, he's ball. pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. So I've been seeing a lot of memes making Eric Ellen, and it's – you know, I'm in support of that. Eric Andre is a little weird, but he's very funny. That too should be her replacement. He's kind of a quirky guy. I listened to an interview with him of him the other day, and he, he was kind of – I don't know. It felt very awkward to me, but I liked him. He's nice. <laughs> he seems like a funny enough guy. Yeah, I think that's his, that's his style. You know what I mean? Like quirky and awkwardness. Right. Okay. But it's just funny that people are very, like, pushing this guy. I know it's hey. just a, a joke, but, you know, I support that. We don't support two-faced people and mean actions. Be the best person. They should do a talk show, like kind of like Ellen's, with Diplo and uh, what's the Post Malone, because those guys are crazy looking, but they seem fun. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, I think that's not really probably who they're looking to replace Ellen. But I don't. I don't think so either. I do like Posty. I'm a big Posty guy. I think he brings a great, um, fun free-spirited vibe and i don't oh, yeah. think he i don't think he he would be an asshole to his employees and go peep his crocs when you have, when you guys get a chance griddle gang get on google and buy yourself some post maloney crocs <laughs> there you have it that that's our topics for this week let's let's keep it hot hot take summer's still here we want to bring the heat you know and i think this one is going to bring the heat probably in the wrong way so i'll say it tuna sandwich is a top five sandwich in the game I got to say, I think I agree with you. I'm a big fan of tuna salad sandwiches. Uh, you know, one of the first – when I was first courting my girlfriend, 
you know, I was roasting her for getting a drunken tuna fish sandwich, but deep down I knew it was a great order. Uh, you know, it's just, it's up there in the pantheon. It's like a classic, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's almost on every deli menu you see, and it's for a good reason. It's because it's a banging-ass sandwich. And everyone – it deserves a place in everyone's heart on their deli menu, top four, top five, whatever. Yeah, you know, very similar. The reason I stumbled upon this um, as well is because, similar to your coring situation, uh, my girlfriend right now has been eating a lot of tuna sandwiches, and I've had some myself, and, you know – it's just like people don't like the smell or, or the thought about it. But in all reality, it's really tasty. You know what I mean? Sometimes, yes, do people make bad tuna salad sandwiches? Probably. If done correctly, you know, it's a no-brainer. It's something that's a different variety that you always don't have. And I think they need to stop hating on the sandwich itself. And you bring up a great point. It's an easy sandwich to replicate on your own. Easy right. to make it at home easy to find when you're out and about, you know, trotting through the city. And also, people don't talk about this, easy to make a healthy alternative. You know, For maybe sure. just Very some healthy. Greek yogurt and ava, right? and yeah. you got yourself a good little sandwich there. It's not going to kick your ass on calories. So I, I would have to agree. It's a, it's a versatile sandwich, easy to make, easy to find out in the streets, and easy to make healthy for you. If you don't think that sandwich is worth being in the, you know, top four, top five of all deli sandwiches, then I don't want to hear it. I would also say a pro tip, you got to throw jalapenos on there. It totally changes the whole tuna fish sandwich game. Yeah, I think there's just ways that people don't know what they can do to make the sandwich better. I really do enjoy the avocado in the sandwich itself. It gives it a little bit more flavor, you know, season that bad boy up, a little diced celery, a little red onion, maybe a little bit, a dash or two of Tabasco sauce, maybe some fresh herbs some citrus, you know, and, and a nice toasted bread. And That's it's a good it. scent. Tuna melts are really fucking good. I love tuna melts. I, you know, I don't have them often. They're good. I, not my favorite way to eat tuna fish sandwich, but it's good. I, you know, I, I got to agree with you. Just, it's all about what you add in the sandwich. And I also think some people are weirded out by tuna for some reason. And we got to pull the stigma off of tuna. I don't right. know why it gets dragged through the mud. You know, I know it's easy for it to go bad. But it doesn't happen often. I've never had that experience. I know you've never had that experience. And we're big tuna lovers. Been crushing tuna for, for years. In the car. That's, yeah, oh, yeah. In the car, on the plane, you know, <laughs> wherever. And I, like you said, like, tuna is a very healthy thing for you. Like, you know, people don't realize that a, yeah. a small can of tuna has 29 grams of protein. Like, it's very, nutritionally, it's very sound for you. But people, people just don't know. Do yourself a favor and make some tuna. But try to be respectful about who's around you. Not everyone loves that smell. Right, it's, right. It's not don't, great. Don't you know take I mean? it on, uh, like, an eight-hour car drive. Yeah. You know, if you're on the, the mega bus on your way up to Philly to visit, you know, NC, don't whip out the tuna fish sandwich. You know what I mean? That's not – maybe that's not the best move. Um, but, yeah, you know, tuna, top five sandwich – you know, I'm going to say another hot take. This was something that Sam did not like, and I think it's going to be a very controversial take. But Cheez-Its are the most overrated snack ever, and I don't think it's even close. That's a fucking terrible call. I could easily right now, no problem, in one sitting crush a whole box of Cheez-Its. I love munching on Cheez-Its. Those and goldfish, I could eat all day without even it's taking just, a break. 
you know, like, it's just, it just doesn't do anything for me. Like, I don't think that they have any taste. Like, I would have to get the other flavor ones. Just the original cheddar cheese Cheez-Its are just, just so bland. Like, you know what I mean? There's That's just, crazy. People love this fucking snack and say this is their favorite. Like, you got to be Something's fucking Something's wrong kidding. with your taste buds. You got to be fucking kidding me if this is your favorite snack ever. Like, let's be Brother. honest. We're talking bag snacks that aren't chips. That's the category I think we're we're talking about right now. No, Cheez-Its. I think. Whoa, 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 go ahead. You know, like a snack is a snack. I we, I would say that people would say that Cheez Its is probably one of the highest rated snacks in the game, for a good reason. Cause not for a good reason. Cause, Cause they're I, fucking delicious. They're not that good. There's no way that a Cheez It is probably cracking your top five list for snacks. Something happened to you when you were a kid. You must have had Cheez-Its and gotten sick afterwards, and no. now you're out on Cheez-Its. No, Cheez-Its just are not good. I've actually – how I came about this was I was on my rooftop Friday night, you know, and I indulged in myself in a couple of sna- in a couple of beverages that resulted in me eating some snacks. But oh, what, here's your problem. No, 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 listen to this. Listen to this. So yeah. I had um, Cheez-It – is it Snapped? I think it's called Cheez-It Snapped. Well, that's your problem. And I said, wow, these are actually fucking good. Not like regular Cheez-Its. Like regular Cheez-Its just do nothing. It's just there. It's just You're crazy. It's just a fucking cracker with a little bit of flavor. And it's just like, ah, this is, it's it's garbage. It's absolutely garbage. That's banana land. It's just banana land. What's the next one? I can't get behind you on that one. I fucking love Cheez-Its personally. The only reason I don't buy them is because I eat them too quick. So I keep them out. Is Next there, up. What? What? Go ahead. Get it in. I just cheat. They're just not good. I don't get it. You're, you're not good. I'm out on you. Go ahead. Next What's the next up, one? We got another just dumpster fire of a take by NC over here. And he claims that hot sandwiches are, are just not good. Though he just said he likes tuna melts. Yeah, they're really just not overall very good besides a couple sandwiches. But overall, like. Just have a fucking cold sandwich. It's we're just gonna so have much to go. Better. You're we're gonna have to go down the list. We got the tuna melt, the meatball sub. I don't like meatball sub. No, that's uh, another problem you've got. Another a uh, Philly cheesesteak. That's fine. A, that's a good a one. A roast pork sandwich. Now, a Philly, no, a Philly I grape. Also, want to mention this. My parents came into town about three weekends ago, right? And this is gonna kill you. I'm um, hearing this story. So they came down. Um, they visited. Um, and then we went to Reading Terminal, and my mom was like, I want a hot sandwich. Guess where I took them? Somewhere that has sentimental value. Yeah, uh, what's up? The, the, what's the place called? The Knicks. The Knicks. That's what Horrible sandwich. I don't know what happened from our senior year of college. That place the- is delicious. I'm telling you, the sandwich quality went down. It's wow. horrendous. It's just so sad to see because, you know, we had a great moment there, and it's just gone to shit. Okay. For those yeah. who don't know, Denix is this fantastic sandwich joint in Philly that serves these awesome roast pork sandwiches. Worth is, I guess, not worth a try. Not, but not used to worth be it. worth a try. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have? So I had the meatball, the cheesesteak, the roast pork. No, um, no, roast pork. I'm out on that. French dip, delicious. Um, when you dip it, you just haven't had a good one. Dip it in the eyes. Get out of here. Uh, uh, what there's, else? There's, there's only one more that I would say is fine. A patty melt? 
Eh, I was going to say chicken parm. That's the only sandwich. That a I- meatloaf sandwich? That's, oh, no way. Brother, a meatloaf sandwich is fucking fantastic. Anyone in the Montgomery County area, But I'm just go- saying, like, just have a cold sandwich. Cold sandwiches are ten times better. No, 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 no. Yeah, well, cold I, sand- I don't, if there was a, you know, if it was like, you know, an Avengers Affinity War kind of battle we were having here against cold and hot, cold would probably win. But yeah, I think sure. hot sandwiches are fantastic. They have like, some you know great I mean? hot like, sandwiches. Hey, even, you know what? A hamburger and a hot dog. Hot sandwiches. I guess, technically, but we all know that they wouldn't. That's not that. that They're showing up. I'm telling you, brother. Like, you ever go to the Wawa, right? Yeah. And they're like, do you want your sandwich toasted? And sometimes you're like, yeah, maybe I want a hot sandwich. No, never say fucking yes, I want a toasted sandwiches because the, the, the bread is always fucking burnt. It just loses the flavor. It's just no. not good. Just have it cold. I, I will say my one golden rule of ordering at Wawa, I always get toasted bread at wow, least. So it gives it a little guy. crunch. I would yep. never do a podcast yep. with you if I fucking yep. knew that. I keep the meats cold. I keep the bread hot. That's just that's how I garbage. Roll. That's fucking yep. garbage. That's just I'm You're telling just you. Every time the flavor gives of the bread it, gives it a nice little crunch. You know, you that's get like a little. When, it's the like smokiness another, of the microwave they put it in. Another thing that you know people do all the time. Something what? that you hate. Breakfast sandwiches. They toast the fucking bagel. Don't fucking toast the bagel. You lose the fucking flavor. Don't do that. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I'm not the biggest. I have not been the biggest believer in breakfast sandwiches, but you got to toast the bagel. You got to no. get that crunch out of the no, bagel. You're losing Maybe the even throw flavor. some cream cheese on there. I don't know. Get a little crazy with it. All right. This is what's the next hot take? The last one is yours. Last but not least on the hot take train is I'm not reading off of a list. Oh, fucking air fryers. I. This one I came up with last minute, right before we started recording. Uh, I personally own an air fryer. We we got behind like the big craze, you know, of like the the air frying craze. Everyone's doing it now. Oh, it's healthier. Oh, it's it's still delicious. Trust me, I won't even tell the difference. Blah blah blah. Yada yada yada. And I fucking hate the air fryer. This I'm, guy just I'm can't cook. To, Everyone listen. He just can't brother, cook. are you out of your damn mind? You've had some of my food. You know I cook well. Yeah, I'm I, a great cook. We I'm had our fucking, fucking meatballs. Well, that is, or that is, listen, we just don't cook. We don't talk about it. We don't, we don't, we don't talk we don't about the meatballs. It was a low point. Well, fuck those meatballs. But uh, listen, I've done chicken wings. I've done Brussels sprouts. I've done all kinds of air fryer shit. I, every time I eat it, I'm like, I don't understand what's so fucking great about this. Why does everyone rave about this air fryer? It just tastes like a normal ass Brussels sprout. It tastes like a, like a, you know, a inferior chicken wing. I just don't like it. I'm out on the air fryer. I'm tired of everyone telling me how great it is. I don't want to hear it. It's not good. It's I like air fryers. I think air fryers is now an essential kitchen item to have as someone who's probably living on their own now. I think it's just very good for people who don't really understand how to cook sometimes. So you just throw it in there and it's fine. I don't know what you're talking about with the what happens when you make the Brussels sprouts because I think this is probably the best way to make Brussels sprouts unless you're actually frying it, which we don't actually have fryers. But they just get air- like they just get crispy and shit. And I'm like, I could do this in the oven. Like, I just that's why I'm like my thing is I'm like, well, I have this whole so separate I think fucking what, apparatus. What's happening is that you need to check on it and shake it frequently. Because I've had that situation when you put the Brussels in the air fryer and you don't check every like eight minutes or so, 
they're going to get overdone. You need to check on those bad boys frequently. I've never tried wings because I think – I don't think it's going to be that good. But, I've done wings twice now in the air fryer, and I've been disappointed each time. I'm like, ah, let me give this a try. I got this machine here. Everyone's saying it's great. And every time it's been like a disappointment. I, I'm just like, this is just not as good. I would, I'd rather just take on the calories and eat a fried chicken one. I've done uh, fried, egg, uh, fried eggplant. Amazing. Amazing. I like fried egg. You ever had eggplant rollatini? Oh, yeah. man. Man, I've been jonesing for eggplant rollatini. Oh, uh, so fucking good. Man, some sauce with that bad boy? Fish. Wow. Could really Maybe get after Sunday. it. Yeah. But I was, <laughs> what I want to do say, I've never had this myself, but uh, one of our good friends, Zach Chi Bach, who probably to be – Shout out to Chi. Who, in fairness, big supporter of the podcast, but doesn't listen. <laughs> so he's not going to hear this. Thanks, but appa- Apparently, air fried hot dogs – is the what way. A savage. <laughs> what like, a savage. What a fucking animal. I I, but, I mean, I can only imagine it being pretty good. That is the most that is the most absurd thing I have ever heard. And the poor guy won't even see this recognition because he doesn't fucking listen to the podcast. <laughs> that's, hey, that's on him. You want you want the recognition? You got to listen, brother. That is the most banana land thing. I might try Maybe we should try dipping a dog in corn dog batter and throwing that in the air fryer. Maybe. You know, I did use my air fryer yesterday and um, made French fries. Like the frozen Johns, like right. the pre-made. Amazing. Yeah. Really? Yeah, amazing. I don't know. So far, I've just been unimpressed. Everything I've been able to do in an air fryer, I'm like, this is just an I'm going to send you an air fryer cookbook. Uh, you, I'm going to light that shit on fire. Thank God there's no longer a toilet paper shortage because that's <laughs> what I'd be using it for, brother. That's crazy. So that wraps up our hot takes for this week. Our last segment, we got um, what are the newer ones that we did last episode? The grand slam, grand slam of the week. What are you saying, bud? No, 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 I was just, I was getting. You're good. Grand slam of the week. So this week, Sam, tell the tell the fans what we're we're um, drafting up. This week's grand slam of the week is. Drum roll, everybody. It is casual chain restaurants. This is so it's casual chain restaurants. Everybody knows the rules. Me and NC are gonna pick our top four yep. favorite uh casual chain restaurants. Once someone picks it, it's off the board, and neither of us can use it moving forward. NC, uh since I did the honors two weeks ago. I'll let you have them this week. What do you got for your first pick? So before I pick, we want to let people know how this works. Oh, yeah, good call. Good call. Casual chain restaurants. What we mean by this is no drive-through and you have to have a waiter. That's how it works. Um, With the first pick of the draft, I think if anyone knows me would be not surprised, it's got to be rest in peace. I'm still not (laughs) over this. You know, I'm having a tough time in my life. But Quaker Steak and Lube is my first pick of casual Never even chain. got to go. <laughs> it's so sad. Man, That's very sad. Cut the fucking shot. I don't know if I could continue. <laughs> but Quaker oh, Steak man. and Lubes, um, for anyone who doesn't know, is just a better version, a better, homier version of Buffalo Wild Wings where you can actually have the flavor of the sauces and 
you know, this place isn't fancy by any means. You know, in the dining room or in the, in the, the seated area, they use green plastic chairs. This place is like a NASCAR uh, sanctuary, essentially. You know, you wow. go in there for Na- NASCAR. And the best part, too, is the lube tube. This 100-ounce beer tower that I would demolish with my friends. And people wow. would give us these looks. But it was just more of an amazement of how a great place like this can serve such great crispy wings and just cold beer. But now it's gone from me. It's ripped from your heart. Yeah. COVID took it away from you. Who are you taking? Next up, for my first pick of the draft, I'm going with the classic. You got to love this place. When you're here, you're not family, but you're at home. It's Cracker Barrel. My favorite. Wow. It's, it maybe is my favorite. The food is fantastic. It's hella cheap, and it comes so fucking fast, you don't believe they cooked it right there on the spot. You know, you walk up, a lot of times there's a wait. Oh, sorry, it's going to be 30 minutes. You know, at any other restaurant, you're like, all right, I guess I'll sit here in these chairs you have and munch on some mints while I wait. Here, oh, I'm going to do some shopping. Maybe get some home decor. Maybe, you know, uh, some toys for the niece and nephew. Maybe I'm going to get some old school candy. I don't know. But I got time to kill, and I'm happy to wait for my table. And then, pro tip for anyone who ever goes, you know, maybe when you're done eating, try to finish before everybody else. You can be like, I got to go take a walk. And then go sit out on the front porch where they have some nice rocking chairs to, you know, just relax on, you know, get ready to take on the rest of your road trip because that's typically why you're stopping at a Cracker Barrel. But just an all-around great experience. You know, I've never had Cracker Barrel. And I've, wow. had, I've had plenty of opportunities, but the line is banana land. It's like an well, hour away. Take advantage of the shopping station. <laughs> it's like an hour away, and I'm like, ah, you know, we, we can't wait that long. That's when you get your merch. But, you know, I don't hate that pick. If I've, you know, I've heard a lot of people talk shit about it, but I think it's, I think it's very good. They're crazy. I'm, you got to get the, the chicken fried steak. It's just fantastic. All right. So my second pick. Um, I feel like I'm cheating taking this one because it's a little bit higher than probably majority of these restaurants that I'm taking as in like quality of food, but it is a chain restaurant. Um, and I'm going to say it's bonefish grill. I don't know if you ever been, I've never been, but that definitely is on the list. That counts. And now, talk to me about this. What, like, what's the big thing? What is it? Like, it's a nicer version of like what an Applebee's. Um, I said, yeah, I wouldn't say the food is similar. You know, mm-hmm. um, they just have just even the ambiance is much nicer. You know, they're a little bit more serious, and they have a very like more of an extensive menu in regards to like fresher seafood. You know, steak. Okay. Um, they, sometimes they have like, they're very known for their bang, bang shrimp. Oh, I, so fuck that, with bang, I, think bang shrimp. I think that's where it probably like originated from, I'd say. Right. But yeah, bonefish grill is something that is, that I enjoy. You know what I mean? And a lot of people don't like casual dining restaurants. I think that's the proper term. Um, sure. But I think it's, you know, who, who are people to judge? where other people get satisfaction of going out to eat. You know what I mean? Go off, NC. You know, a lot of – some people, you know, don't know much or they can't afford it. If, you know, 
other cheaper options are better for them, let them do sure. it. You know, you know, fuck off, right? You let know? it happen. Um, so bonefish is definitely a staple on my team. I think it's, it's probably got to be like top three tastiest of options that you can go with. Wow. Now I got to go try it. My number two pick following up with the bonefish grill, I'm going with, I, I think this counts, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, okay, it's a horrible great. take. No, 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 Quaker no, no. steak and lube is 10 times better. You know, because you're not going for like a full meal. I'm just going – I got to be honest. Every time I've been in a Buffalo Wild Wings, it's kind of giving me the heebie-jeebies. So, typically <laughs> – typically, So, why the fuck I, did you draft it? I, well, because I like getting the takeout. You know, like – or even I'll get what I'll do, the pro tip, you go in not having ordered. You're like, I sit in the bar and put in a takeout order. And they're like, yeah. And you're like, all right, let me get 50 wings for me and the crew. And they load you up, and you're like, while I'm waiting, could I get a beer? Sure. And you drink a beer, watch whatever's on the TV, wait for your wings. You know, it's a nice time out while you're waiting. Maybe you have an event or you're getting ready to go over to your buddy's house or whatever it may be. It's a nice little time out for yourself. Or like, I'm going to sit here, wait for my chicken wings, and then get back on the road. So that's why I'm going with my number two, Buffalo Wild Wings. That's kind of a waste of a pick, in my opinion. No, but, no, know, no. That's your, you're drafting your team. You're a bad GM. Get the hell out of here. Next pick that I'm going with, um, I think it's something that we talked about, and I have to draft this oh, no. place, uh, is Applebee's. Oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't take my pick. I was getting nervous. Uh, I know what pick you're taking next then, because I think we're going to take uh, <laughs> is Applebee's. Another place that gets a lot of shame for just being a cheap option to going out to eat you know what i mean like let the yeah. place fucking live you know like the food is not dog shit like it's it's tasty they got the best french onion soup ever <laughs> that, that's a crazy ass <laughs> the quesadilla burger is slamming don't stay away from the boneless wings or you're gonna have you're gonna have trouble in the throne the rhea uh-huh. <laughs> but the mozzarella sticks are always done Jesus perfectly Christ. You know what I mean? Like, Applebee's is a solid fucking absent. It's a neighborhood grill. You you can't even say it with a straight face. You're laughing your way through this. Yeah. Because you know Applebee's is rightfully dog. No, it's not. You like Applebee's, too. Listen, I had it once And you liked it when you went on that fucking trip. Bumfuck nowhere outside of Atlanta, Georgia. You know, it was fine. But if I had other options, I would definitely not be going to Applebee's. It's better than fucking Buffalo Wild Wings, I'll tell you better that. Watch your fucking mouth. You yeah. can't even eat the wings at Chili or whatever, Applebee's. Apparently I'm not, yeah, just but the only you. thing you can eat at Buffalo Wild Wings is wings, and it's not even that good. Yeah, anything is, The wings it. are fantastic. No, they're not. They're just having no fucking flavor. Maybe they're the Grand Slam them. of chicken wings. They don't even fucking make them extra crispy. They don't even have lube tubes. You got to ask that for place. them extra crispy. Come on. Nah. Everyone knows that. Excuse nah, I don't me. Have to Would ask. you mind telling the cook if he could just leave them in a little bit longer for me? Yeah. And she's like, you betcha, honey. Come here. Doesn't happen, doesn't happen at the Quakes. Oh, you're fucking who you, crazy. Who are you taking next? All right, my next pick. And I don't think – I think this might be a sleeper pick. Because I was looking through the list and I was really – I was pumped when I saw that because I didn't think of it. Benny Hanna's. I love the experience. <laughs> Sitting there at the Don't table. Don't hate it. I love fucking you, Ibachi. You get the onion volcano. You know, 
you get the shrimp thrown into your mouth. When you were a little kid, you got the little like Japanese soda where you pop the marble into it. Everything about that experience is fantastic. You know what I mean? Like just the, the guys doing the chefs are just electric factories. I just, I'm a big fan of Benihana's. It's a childhood favorite and it needs to, it needs to get respect. And also, you know, if it wasn't for the creator of Benihana, we wouldn't have Steve Aoki. That's true. You so, know, I don't, you I, don't, I don't hate that pick. I think it's uh, solid. I really have been actually jonesing for hibachi. Um, it's been a minute. I'm glad. I thought you were going to say P.F. Chang's because P.F. Chang's oh. dog is dog shit. Dude, it their is. lettuce wraps are delicious. Stop it. P.F. Chang's is, is just a ripoff of um, Chinese Asian cuisine to filter to Americans. And that's very true. Don't eat there. It's garbage. Do yourself a favor. Look up an actual Chinese restaurant in your Chinatown if you live in a city. You're doing yourself much better. Well, that I agree. But if we're talking about maybe I'm at the strip mall or something and this is all I got. No, you got the Applebee's, brother. <laughs> brother. I can't even eat a certain items on their menu because I'd be in fear of it running through me. You know, the last one is, is a tough pick. Because there's a couple that I want to draft. And I feel like I'm just drafting with my heart. <laughs> you know, instead of yeah. my, my mind and my stomach. Um, but I'm going to go with IHOP as my, wow. last, as my last pick. Great pick. You know what I mean? The International House of Pancakes is just oh, wow. an all-time breakfast <laughs> legend you know what i mean i, I think at one it point, really is at one point when we we're talking about brunch i think i might have said i think ihop has the best brunch in philadelphia because i think that's how shitty brunch is um wow. but not at ihop let me tell you the motherfucking hot cakes with the strawberry syrup with the butter you get yourself some two over easy eggs you get yourself the bacon the hash browns the coffee you can't go wrong agree it's just a great restaurant it is. Great bang for your buck as well. Oh, yeah. Hanu P. Maybe one of the best breakfasts in, in Philly. <laughs> the best breakfast in Philly. <laughs> Brother, it is number one. <laughs> Where's your last pick? I can't believe this one stayed on the board this whole competition without anyone even hinting at maybe picking it. But my fourth, and I think my best pick I've had so far, you know, it's that – you know, it's like the Tom Brady pick. You know, wasn't picked high in the draft, but, man, just exceeded expectations. I'm going with the Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> you know, just a fantastic atmosphere, some banging-ass merch, and a food that would give Applebee's a run for its money. So I'm going with the Hard Rock Cafe to finish out my draft because that place is just a banger. It's, it's partially why me and NC are such good friends today. You know, it's just – it's a great place that harbors great friendships. And whenever me or NC pass one, when we're out and about in our lives, we always send each other a, pic a selfie of us next to the Hard Rock because it's that great of a spot. Hopefully we can find that picture somewhere. There's one, a picture, you know, somewhere. I have a feeling <laughs> that might be our photo for tomorrow's show. Some, yeah, we got to find it because let me tell you, it is electric. It really um, is. What a great pick. Um, I thought you were going to say – Maggiano's. 
I so I have a few on the honorable mention list, yeah, and Maggiano's made the list. Yeah, rattle off a couple that you were thinking. Dude, there's a lot that I'm mad I didn't take, but I was kind of making my list up on the fly. Uh, my first one I was going to go with is uh, is Outback – or not Outback. No, no, not Outback. Excuse me. What, Joe's Outback. Crab Shack. Well, that's a bold choice, brother. I don't even really like it, but I used to make my family take me there for my birthday every year for like seven years because they had a claw machine, and I really like the claw I machine. I spent my 19th birthday – at Joe's Crab Shack. Okay. Uh, yeah. Wow. A little older than me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would say a couple. What else? You got anything else that you left off the list? Uh, yes. I also have, hang on, um, Yard House for the yardstick. I like that beer. Have you ever had On the Border, Mexican Grill and Cantina? I have not. There's not an On the Border close to me. I've heard good things, though. Another one we totally dropped the ball on. Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, another favorite. Another favorite. I think Rainforest oh, yeah. Cafe is better than Hard Rock, but another another one that's in the same vein but more adult. Uh, Margaritaville. Never have been. Uh, it's a fantastic vibe. Like it's just the energy in there is electric. You know what's uh, a, go ahead. What's up? No, hit me. I was gonna say very similar to Margaritaville. Bubba Gump. Oh yeah, Gump. <laughs> you know that's a down south favorite. It is, and the merch is pretty great. Great merch. You got to consider that at these places. Also, is Senor Frogs somewhere? Is, is <laughs> Wait, that a chain? Yeah, but, like, I haven't seen one in years. Yeah, I, don't, I wonder I don't, if those are still around. Let me see. Also, uh, where was this other one? Uh, the Melting Pot? Kind of a fun uh, kitschy like, restaurant. I think know? the Melting Pot is, went under. Oh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. I know the one Damn. by me, Claus, so I don't know. Damn. We're That's going sad. the complete opposite direction in things that we would have chosen. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, I'm going to go with um, Red Lobster. I do You've like never Red been. Wow, Red Lobster better than Joe's Crab Shack, let me tell you. Red Lobster. I listen, a lot of things are better than Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> um, Longhorn, Longhorn Steakhouse. I like Longhorn steak. I like Longhorn steak. they do a good job. Yeah, you know. Um, for a cheap steak. I also <laughs> think, uh, what you ever had legal seafood? I've heard of it. I never had. They had one at the mall that I used to go to growing up, and it was actually pretty good, but it was like a nicer place. Kind of, I get, I, it reminded me of what you were explaining. Uh, Bonefish. Bonefish. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I had another one. I think this one also gets a lot of shit for, um, but when you're here, your family, Olive Garden. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Never-ending breadsticks. And the reason why, yeah, endless breadsticks, soup, and salad. But, you know, I think what a lot of people consider to be Italian, is it real authentic Italian food? No. Of course it is. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> but It's like finding out Santa's not real. <laughs> but, um... A lot of people talk shit on it, but the same people go home and make jarred sauce. So That's you might true. Have, you know what I mean? Like, you can't have it both ways. You know what I mean? Appreciate for what it is, and be honest, it's better than jarred sauce. And that's what you're making. So shut the fuck up. You know, Olive Garden is good. And uh, we also dropped the ball. No shout-out to Chili's or Outback. I like the Outback. Chili's, uh, I prefer Applebee's, but, you know. That's fine. And then uh, 
Texas Roadhouse and the Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory needs to cut down their menu. Jesus Christ, you can yeah, knock someone out. Yeah, it's a little too much. And I'm not the biggest cheesecake guy. I like like half a slice. You know what I mean? I love cheesecake. What yeah, about, it's pretty good. I just a little rich. This one I've never been to, but I know people would draft it really high. Maybe even one macaroni grill because I never been. Oh man, I used to. I haven't thought about that place in ages. We used to go to one growing up. Man, I just remember the mac and cheese was electric, and they had the paper for the table cover, so you could draw right. on the paper. But you know, kind of nice. Yeah. You go on a date, maybe play some tic tac toe over a bowl of macaroni. That sounds pretty good. I can go for some of that. Also, I had a hot take while I was looking down this list. In my mind, and I would say a lot, I think there's a silent majority of people who feel this way. TGI Fridays, Chili's, and Applebee's, interchangeable. I think you're probably right. But I prefer Applebee's. Can I say that? Is that fair to say? Like, that's my favorite one. I think Applebee's is clearly the clear-cut winner. It just hits home to you. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's like you're they got it's French close to your soup. heart. What about you? Also, you know who you got to add to that list? Who? Ruby Tuesdays. You know, I've never been to one. But, uh, yeah. Good I guess salad that's, bar. That's Good salad bar. In that bar. same vein. Also, I didn't see this on any of the list, but I feel like it should have been. Does Golden Corral count? Yeah, I think so. I've never been to one, but I've, got, I've heard good reviews. Oh, wow. I'm looking at this list now, and I see a co- couple of uh, – let's see here. Let's see. I saw something that I liked here. Carlos or Charlie's. Oh, Bob Evans is tough. Is I it? haven't eaten at Bob Evans in a while, but it's pretty good. Also, want to say one of the most overrated chains that people really fucking like, Red Robin. Fuck you, Red Robin. You're Red not good. Robin. Not what good. do they even serve? I've never even Burger, had a Red Robin. Burgers and unlimited steak fries, and they oh. call and they have these um, steak fries are not good. First of all, two. I don't have like this, steak fries. They have this like meat seasoning that everyone's like, oh, you got to throw the seasoning. No, dog, that tastes like dog shit. It tastes it's like, like <laughs> it tastes like raw ground beef. That's oh. what it tastes. Tastes. Oh like. no. Oh god. And with steak fries, I would say you never get, like, an even cook. Like, I feel like every time I get steak fries, there's one. I'm like, this is raw. This is raw potato. You get a crunch, raw, or you get mush. Yeah, it's just not good. It's bad. Not a good French fry. Maybe we'll do that another week. We'll do the best French fries. Who knows? Yeah. So that wraps up our grand salami of the week. You know, want to end the show with a shout-out. Our shout-outs, uh, my shout-out of the week um, goes to Kafar Cafe in Rittenhouse Square, Philadelphia. And I'm going to say this, and people are, are going to be on my tail about it, but I had the best brunch ever at this place this week. Oh, wow. You know, it's, uh, they're only doing to-go. Um, my girlfriend has a friend who's actually – um, one of the cooks there, and man, he hooked it up, and I had the best brunch ever there. And I might be in on brunch if I can only eat it at this place. It's that wow. fucking good. That's high praise from yeah. Young NC over here. Yeah, you know how I feel about brunch, but hey, you're you know, not a fan. I want to let the people know I am. I am truthful. I do make mistakes, and that you know this place is fucking good. So eat there. Wow.
Shout out to NC with the with the high praise for the brunch. That's a rarity here on this show. My shout out of the week is going to be to us. Shout out to us. We're back after a little week hiatus. We're feeling good, feeling refreshed, and ready to hammer out the rest of the summer here. We got some big surprises coming for you guys um, up ahead. And, uh, you know, we look forward to getting more of you guys listening and involved. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll even get some merch involved here shortly. Get everyone dressed up in some griddle gang gear. I needed to hear that. Wow, that, that made my day, to be honest. So, you know, no, don't mean to pat ourselves on the back, but here the fuck we are. Let's go. <laughs> and we're ready to grow. Turn me up. That's right, baby. So, yeah, that wraps up episode 12. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast, like us, follow us on social media. Now get the fuck out of here. That's all, folks. That's all, folks.